What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the 365 Fitness Radio Show. I'm your gracious host, Coach Chauncey, at your service. And I'm glad to have everybody tuning in. Have you ever wanted to become healthier and wiser, or just want to have more energy and time to appreciate your family and the joys of life? On this radio show, we're going to reveal tips and tricks to help you get in the best mental and physical shape in your life. Now, let's get started with today's show. Create patience, practice periods. Create patience, practice periods. All right. So patience is a quality of heart that can be greatly enhanced with deliberate practice. All right. An effective way that I have found to deepen my own patience is to create actual practice periods. Periods of time that I have set up in my mind to practice the art of patience. Life itself becomes a classroom and the curriculum is patience. All right. You can start with the little as five minutes and build up your capacity for patience over time. All right. I want you to start by saying to yourself, okay, for the next five minutes, I won't allow myself to be bothered by anything. I'll be patient. All right. What you're going to discover is truly amazing. Your intention to be patient, especially if you know it's only for a short while, immediately strengthens your capacity for patience. Patience is one of those special qualities where success feeds on itself. Once you reach little milestones like five minutes of successful patience, you'll begin to see that you do indeed have the capacity to be patient, even for longer periods of time. Over time, you may even become a patient person. All right. So since I have young kids at home, I have many possibilities to practice the art of patience. For example, on a day when both the kids are firing questions at me, and as I'm trying to make important phone calls, I say to myself, now is a good time to be patient. For the next half an hour, I'm going to be as patient as possible. All right? I'm going to say, uh, see, I worked hard. I'm up to 30 minutes now. <laughs> but at any rate, all kidding aside, it does work, though. It really does work. All right? And it has worked in our family. As I keep my cool and I don't allow myself to be annoyed and upset, I can calmly, yet firmly, I can direct my kids' behavior far more effectively 
than when I get crazy and upset. The simple act of gearing my mind toward patience allows me to remain in the present moment far more than I would if I were to get upset. Or just basically thinking about all the times this has happened before and feeling like, you know, I was a madman. What's more, my patient feelings, they're often contagious as well. They tend to rub, rub off on my kids, you know, who then they decide on their own that, hey, it's no fun to bother Pops right now while he in his own. So being patient, it allows me to keep my perspective. I can remember, even in the midst of all difficult situations, you know, that tend to come before me, my present challenge isn't life or death, but simply a minor obstacle that must be dealt with. So without patience, the same scenario can become a major emergency, complete with yelling, frustration, hurting people's feelings, high blood pressure. I mean, it's really not worth all that, to be honest with you. So whether you're needing to deal with, you know, your children, your boss, or a difficult personal situation, if you don't want to pretty much uh, lose your cool and sweat stuff that you ain't got no business sweating behind, improve your patience. You know, it's a great way to start. So, I mean, in short, like I say, practice your patience pretty much every day, you know, and try to look on the backside of everything that that comes across your radar. I mean, cause like I say, every time you don't have to blow steam, man, you don't have to, you don't have to hit the panic button. You don't have to pretty much, like we say, Kirk out. Or lose your cool, snap. I, I don't care what kind of um, what kind of word you put behind it. At the end of the day, you know you got to practice your patience and try to move to the back side of the page and review everything. Is to say, hey, you know, is this really worth me getting upset? Is this really worth my blood pressure rising? Is is this really worth hurting my kids' feelings or hurting somebody else's feelings? Or worse yet. Or is this worth me potentially catching this charge? You know, because like I said, sit back and analyze things, man, and take your time and embrace, you know, the joys of the situation that's going on. Just sit back, relax, and say, you know what? I'm gonna handle this a different way. I'm not gonna blow, I'm not gonna fly off the handle. I'm gonna handle this maturely as I possibly can. And I'm uh, you know, just deal with it accordingly. Alright. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This radio show is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Alright, today I'm gonna talk about the only effective way to get fit. The only effective way to get fit. If you talk to ten people, and you'll get 10 different opinions 
on the best way to get fit. One will tell you to attend an aerobics class. Another will swear by jogging. And yet another will tell you that dance and biking work for them. The truth is that there's only one effective way to get fit. And before I get into details, it's important that we agree on the definition of fit. Too often, thin is mistaken for fit. And that's not what you should strive for. When someone is thin, but has very little muscle tissue, then they aren't truly fit. And here's why thin doesn't equal fit. Their body fat percentage will be higher than ideal. Even though you won't see a lot of fat on them, if their muscle percentage is low, then fat percentage will definitely be higher. You know, their resting metabolism will be low since little muscle is present to burn calories at rest. And another thing is their body won't be functionally strong, which will lead to injuries and frustrations. So how does one get truly fit? It's just simple. Basically resistance training. Yeah, I said it. Resistance training is when resistance is used to challenge your muscles in order to gain strength and endurance. You could do this with traditional weights, exercise bands, medicine balls, cable machines, sandbags, kettlebells, or even just using your own body weight. But uh, consistent resistance training has the following side effects, though, all right? And they are strength and muscles will be toned, cardiovascular capacity, speed, agility, and flexibility, and resistance to injuries and diseases, all right? I mean, if that's not enough to convince you that resistance training is the only way to truly become fit, you know, then uh, I guess I'll just give you the top nine, <laughs> top nine benefits uh, to resistance training. All right. All right. Well, here we go. Number one, to build muscle and gain strength. Don't worry, ladies. This does not mean that you're going to bulk up or look too masculine. What will happen, though, is that your arms, your tummy, and your legs will become tighter and leaner and more defined. All right? Tip number two, to lose fat. When it comes to losing size, 
All that you want to see go is fat, not muscle. Strength training ensures that you maintain and grow those muscles and only lose fat. All right. Tip number three. Build strong bones. The older we get, the more important our bone density is. A good strength training program is one of the best defenses when it comes to us osteoporosis. All right. Tip number four. To alleviate anxiety, stress, and depression. Sure, there are plenty of pills out there that claim to give these benefits. But you and I both know that strength training is more wholesome and effective. And besides, I mean, who, who really wants, you know, the pharmaceutical side effects? Nobody. All right. Tip number five. Is to sleep better. All right. Here's another pill you can stop taking once you start your little strength training. All right. Study after study have proven that strength training improves your sleep. Tip number six to improve chronic back pain. If you are one of the millions across the globe who suffer from back pain, then you'll love the benefits. Of the lower pain. All right. Tip number seven is to improve your insulin sensitivity. You know, today, diabetes is a huge threat. Minimize your risk by improving insulin sensitivity through regular, challenging strength training. All right. Tip number nine to raise your metabolism. This also helps to reduce body fat and to keep your body fat off. Even on the days that you're not able to exercise. So, you know, it's all win-win. It's all the way across the board. All right. So either way, a solid resistance training routine will definitely tone your legs. It's going to lift up your, your buns. It's going to strengthen your core. And it will result in inches and pounds lost. All right? But either way, so if you're ready to begin this transformation, you already know how to reach me. I'm going to throw this bonus in here real quick. I'm going to also give y'all three ways to get more from your workout. And these three tips will help bring your routine. Take it up to the next level. Tip number one, I want you to be unstoppable. Use your entire body and target your core by performing exercises that engage stabilizing muscles. To do this, I want you to use an exercise ball and a balance board or a balance disc. And you can just simply stand on one leg. That's to be unstable. All right. Tip number two, I want you to add resistance. The more resistance that you incorporate with your routine translate into higher intensity and more calories burned. Some ideas for adding resistance include carrying dumbbells while you're doing your lunges, 
wearing a weighted vest while walking or jogging or putting weight between your feet while you're doing your leg raises. All right. And the last one that I got to get ready to go is to use intervals. Interval training is an amazing tool for creating short yet effective workouts. Don't worry. It's not complicated. Interval training is simply alternating between different short bursts of activity. All right. Well, look, y'all, like I said, I'll sit here and love talking to y'all all day. I got a big day planned. All right. I've given you the strategies and tactics here to get you in the best mental and physical shape of your life. Now it's time for you to pull the trigger and implement. Let me know what you thought of today's show where I'm showing you how to and what to do stuff. I can't wait to hear about your success. Talk to you soon, my friend. See you next week.